If they're fully in their right brain or they're fully dysregulated, having that, uh, having those warm eyes, having that soft facial expression, that uh, warm tone of voice is going to help them come back to that place where they can use both parts of their brain. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Family Care Learning Podcast. My name is Brandon Jones. I'm the Director of Clinical Services with Christian Family Care and Arizona Family Counseling. And today I have with me Josette, who is the Family Coaching Supervisor of Christian Family Care. And I am excited to share with you um, some information that we have on a, a pretty cool resource. For those those of you might know, uh, Dr. Dan Siegel and Dr. Uh, Tina Bryson, who they put a book out a while back called The Whole Brain Child. And they also uh, had this workbook that came out with it that just had some really cool kind of practical strategies and interventions. And this is the kind of stuff that our, our team, our family coaching team, our counseling team, they're, they're kind of learning these kind of strategies and learning from those that are doing research. And so we wanted to share a couple of those with you uh, because we really think it's going to help for those of you parents parenting and working with kids. And, and really, this is any kids. This is not just foster care or adoption, but really Dan Siegel's work is just for parenting in general. And so one of the strategies that we're going to talk about from the Whole Brain Child Workbook is this connect and then redirect. But before we actually get into that, Josette, can you kind of maybe share What's the like? What's the foundational stuff that like Dan, Dr. Dan Siegel's drawing on for these principles? Sure, yeah. So um, in the Whole Brain Child Workbook, um, Drs. Siegel and Bryson just spend a little time at the beginning explaining how our brain, as most people know, is divided into two hemispheres: the right and the left. Okay. And they have different functions. So the left side of our brain tends to be where we do more information processing and problem solving. It tends to be the logical yeah. side of our brain, linear. Um, it's where language comes from. It can be very literal, a lot of L's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. helps us to remember left, that's the left side linear. of the brain. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, whereas the right hemisphere is more of the emotional side of our brain. Um, it's the side that uh, from which we are able to sense emotions and um, information from even inside our body. Yeah. It tends to be more nonlinear. It can be very nonverbal. It can have more of the associations of, of um, sounds and sights and smells and those kinds of things that tend to be, you know, kind of evocative that bring yeah. up certain feelings. Yeah. Um, but it really helps us to put things in context and see the whole picture. So the whole idea with these strategies is that um, we want to parent in a way that helps integrate our brain, both sides mm. of our brain. I mean, that's important for anyone, children, yeah. adults. Yeah. It's really important that we're using both sides of our brain to get to reach our full potential. So we need to be able to know how to experience the feeling side and and all of that, but we need to be able to integrate that with the logical side as well so that we can problem solve and put things, you know, in perspective and so forth. So these are just some strategies um, to help parents do that in their day-to-day -day parenting. Yeah. And, and I love this. I imagine most of you out there can kind of think about maybe those people that are like, oh, they are so logical, not very connected to their emotions or man, their emotions are way kind of mm -hmm. overwhelming, but not connecting to maybe some of the logic stuff. And so I, I, I love the intentionality Dr. Siegel kind of pulls out with how these interventions and how we parent can really help us integrate the brain. 
Um, and so this is not only something that is like, oh, I want a better brain, but this is something that's going to help our children for the rest of their life navigate whatever it is that they're dealing with um, to have this kind of brain integration. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about how does, or tell me a little bit about this connect and redirect and what, what is it? What does that look like kind of in terms of with this whole kind of understanding of the two hemispheres of the brain? Sure. Yeah. So think about your child, um, excuse me, when they've been having a hard time recently, yeah, like they maybe just got in a fight with their sibling or they got hurt physically or they um, got frustrated with something they were trying to do. Yeah. Um, think about your child, you know, maybe having a temper tantrum and what does that look like? So often mm. we see our kids doing, you know, expressing a lot of emotion. They might be crying. They might be whining. They could be yelling or screaming. Yeah. Um, they could be shutting down. Sometimes they just shut down and they won't respond to us at all. Uh, They could even be acting it out and throwing things or hitting someone. So they're probably in a really right-brained moment at at that time. And so, you know, we want to come in and we want to help them um, calm down. And sometimes there needs to be repairs made or sometimes there are consequences for things. So, you know, the idea with Connect and Redirect is – we want to help get them into a place of that brain integration. But if yeah. they're in fully in their right brain, we've got to do something to connect with them before we can get to or before we should get to the the problem solving, the repairs, or potentially the consequences. Yeah. So the idea is that um, we want to approach our children um, acknowledging kind of that emotional experience that they're having. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they talk about some strategies that we can use to connect with them first yeah. before we move into the problem-solving phase. That, that makes a lot of sense, right? When you think about if your right brain's activated and the – like like thinking about like the relationships and mirror neurons, right? You mm-hmm. you are more likely to pace with someone or have someone influence you if they're kind of similar with that, right? And so if you're coming right. all at a child with a left brain kind of approach, when they're totally in their right brain, you're probably not going to be very effective compared to if you if you're kind of right braining it yes. with them, yes. right? And so exactly. So and that's I think a lot of times where kind of parents can kind of maybe immediately hop to something other than the, whatever the child's doing. And, and parents might even say, well, they need to move over here mm-hmm. to the left brain or they need to calm down or think through things, but we really have to help them get there by first connecting them. With yes, them. I love that. Exactly. That's, that's such exactly. an intentional thing, but sometimes we don't think about it that way yeah. as parents. Yeah. Yeah. And doctors Siegel and Bryson even say that it's helpful for parents to kind of maybe reframe their children's behavior when they're having a hard time and see it as a sign that their brain isn't integrated and they need outside help. Mm. You know, sometimes we or our kids encounter situations where there's something difficult that happens and they can kind of work through it and come back to, you know, just a regulated kind of normal state. But other times it, it sort of overwhelms them and they need our help. So thinking about those connecting strategies, it's kind of this, okay, parents first stop, they slow down, they kind of check in and remind themselves of the goal to connect with the child. So mm-hmm. kind of meet them where they're at. Is that kind of what yeah. it, that is? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? 
So yeah, there are a number of different um, strategies to connect with your child, and I'll just I'll kind of go through them and maybe give an example of how that could yeah. work. So um, touch is a great way to connect with your child, just to physically touch them. Of course, it has to be a nurturing touch. Yeah. So this is why parents need to make sure that they're uh, regulated. Um, and, you know, just coming up to your child, like in the moment, if they're having a difficult time and just maybe putting your hand on their shoulder or their back and, yeah. you know, saying it looks like you're having trouble. Now, you, you got to have discernment in this because sometimes if children are really, really dysregulated in a full-blown tantrum, it may not be the best time to touch them. They may need a little extra space. Yeah. But when you can see that they're starting to calm down and kind of return to themselves a little bit, touch is a great way to just remind them that, hey, I'm here, mm. I'm for you, I'm on your team. Yeah. So again, just you know, a touch on the back or the shoulder or the chin or um, even, even uh, just getting close to them, like you're going to touch them but not actually not, touch yeah. them. Sometimes that works as well. So just a little bit of touch um, to just... Let them know you're there and, and that you still accept them. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you might be frustrated, but you're on their team and you're going to get through it. So that's one strategy. Um, it's really important to be mindful of our tone of voice. Mm. Children are typically really sensitive to their parents' tone of voice and they can tell when they're angry and upset. So again, parents have to regulate themselves first and come to their children with just sort of a, um, a natural tone. Now, you, you might be stern, but you have to, and again, you've got to know your child. You've got to yeah. know what's going to be triggering for them, but to be mindful of the tone of voice that you have with them. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you're trying to connect, you want to have a softer tone of voice. Now, there still may be consequences coming, but to even say something like, Hey, buddy, I can see you're having a really hard time. Um, I think we need to sit down and talk about this. Yeah. Which is in a really kind of matter of fact or, or even somewhat warm way communicates that you're going to work with them. Yeah. Um, your facial expression, too. Mm. You know, every yeah. most parents have the eyes, the look, <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, like you're, you got to come in. You're in trouble, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so just being mindful of what your face looks like as you approach your children, what, what your eyes look like to them. Again, it should be, if we want our children to be able to calm down, if we want them to be able to come back to their, you know, fully integrated brain where they're using both sides, and if they're fully in their right brain or they're fully dysregulated, having that, uh, having those warm eyes, having that soft facial expression, that uh, warm tone of voice is going to help them come back to that place where they can use both parts of their brain. Um, along with that is just some empathy, just some good old-fashioned empathy. <laughs> yeah, right? yes. You know, when your children are having a hard time, uh, when they're throwing a fit or hitting their sibling um, or, you know, whatever the case may be, it's a sign, again, as Drs. Siegel and Bryson say, that they need help. Mm. They are not acting out of their fully integrated brain, and they need your help to come back to that. So just having some empathy for them, saying, you know, I see it looks like you're having a hard time or boy, that sounds like it was really difficult. I'm sorry. Can you tell me about that? You know, just taking a moment to express a little bit of empathy. Um, and again, I think sometimes parents are afraid to do some of these things because they think it, it it's almost like letting their child off the hook. Yeah. That's yeah. not what we're talking about. Uh, again, there may be consequences. Your child may have to go and, you know, pick up the things they threw. They may have right. to help pay for damage they caused. They may have to replace the toy of their brothers that they just broke. That's all there. That can be part of it. But we're talking about just helping them 
get to a place where they can operate out of both sides of their brain. Yes. And and we want them to learn this, right? So these right. are the best these are the, really the best strategies for helping them be able to learn those things going forward. And yeah, I think about it it's like if I'm going to try to do kind of a left brain consequence approach, but they're still dysregulated in mm-hmm. their lower brain or right brain kind of in their emotions they're not going to receive it anyways. And right. so it's like, it, I'm kind of wasting my time in that moment yeah. until they're able to kind of integrate and receive that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I think that that connecting beforehand is really a way of sort of like priming the pump, you know, just yeah. getting, getting the ground ready to receive the instruction. Um, discipline. We know that the, the root of the word discipline is disciple and it's to teach. Yes. So we want our discipline that we uh, use with our children should be helping them to learn new ways of behaving yeah. and helping them gain self-control um, for the future. So they are going to be in the best place to do that if, they're, if they are in a regulated state and they're not just fully in their you know, right brain. Yeah. Uh, we really want them using both sides of the brain. Yeah. So for those of you out there that are kind of going, okay, great. I hear, I hear these connecting principles. I'm going to share a little story with you about uh, a situation with one of my kiddos and kind of how this, this kind of worked through. Right. And so spring break this week, they kids are getting a lot of play time with one another, which usually means a little more video games than they probably should. Right. And they get kind of a little dysregulated with that. And so one of my kiddos is super excited about a video game thing, um, but he he goes to give his older brother a hug, but older brother's like focused on the video games. And so the little one kind of feels rejected, right? And it kind of hurt. And so he throws the remote and then they're like, dad, you threw the remote, yeah. right? And so now he's like, great, I'm in trouble. He's super dysregulated, right? And so I come in there and he's convulsing his little body and he's just so upset, right? And so it's like, it's so easy for me to want to jump in and go, you don't throw the remote, la, 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 right? <laughs> but then what I had done is I go, okay, bud, let's go in the other room, right? And so we kind of walk in the other room together and he's kind of arching his back and throwing a fit, super physical, and like you mentioned with the touch, I try to touch him and he arches his back and it's like, no, 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 right? Because he's, he's beyond that right then, mm-hmm. right there, right? And so I, one of the things I do to kind of the empathize, to convey the empathy is so he's, he's like uh, just kind of saying like short, like he's rude, he had a hug bay, right? Like in these little things, right? And so as a parent, I was able to kind of pick up a little bit of kind of what was happening is he felt hurt yeah. because he wanted, he was excited, wanted to celebrate something with his older brother, mm-hmm. older brother didn't catch it and kind of rejected him. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, and so I just kind of sit down. He didn't let me touch him or kind of calm him down physically. Um, I try to say some like kind of calming things like, but it's okay. We're going to, and he just wasn't receiving that. So then I kind of sat there and I was like, man, I hate it. When I try to show someone love and they don't want it, man, it just mm. makes my heart hurt. Man, I just get so mad, right? Like, and I'm just like, man. And so I just kind of like express a little bit, almost in a way that's like uh, 
giving words for him, but I'm kind of saying it from my own self, mm-hmm. right? And it was so funny as I'm kind of monologuing about how I hate it when I feel rejected and kind of putting some words on those things. And, and, and you start to, yeah, all I was trying to do was hug him, right? But like that empathy mm-hmm. there, even though he threw a remote and he's arching his back and he's acting like a fool and screaming in the house and there's all these things I'm going, but like you're saying, it was like I knew he was beyond the ability to regulate himself. And since he was on that beyond that ability, it was like, I have to kind of bring him back before he can learn from that. And so for him, me kind of venting in a way that even kind of conveyed a little frustration of, I hate it when this happens. It was like, he immediately could join me there because I was kind of pacing with him. And then he, all of a sudden he wasn't even aware of it. And he's starting to talk, Mm -hmm. right? Like in this angry, frustrating tone, he forgets about all those kinds of things, but correct or connecting with him with Mm -hmm. that, like allowed him to then give words for the words that he had. And then we move into the problem solving left brain stuff. And so it, I'll, I guarantee you, even for some of that, sometimes it can feel messy for those of you that are out there. I remember, I know for me, I've had like these family, uh, you know, small group, church, small group things, and mm-hmm. there's overstimulation. I'm mm-hmm. doing this. And there's that part of me. It's like, why don't you just discipline your child right now and <laughs> yes. be a parent? And it's like, it's so hard because you, there's this judgment of you want them to act, you know, well, mm-hmm. it, that kind of reflects on you, but you really got to stay this course. And this course is, I just have seen with my own children, so helpful. Not that we don't address how they right. do it differently, yes. but first kind of doing that. And so for those of you that are out there, it's like, does this, it's not clean cut. It feels really messy. You'll still probably get those looks like, don't you want to just spank your child right now for acting a fool? But I think it really helps them integrate their brain with what you're saying, what Dr. Dan Siegel is kind of Mm -hmm. throwing out there as far as those interventions for connections. And it works. It really works. And, and then my little guy, even after, right, like we, we connected, we talked about how to handle it differently next time Mm -hmm. and with those big feelings. And then he even comes back a little bit later. He's like, dad, thank you for helping me calm down. Right. Because, and, and I'm sorry for doing those things, which it's yeah. like, okay, this is, this is him. He knows what he did, did was wrong. I don't need to convince him that mm-hmm. he threw the remote and stomped and hit stuff, right? Like I can just connect with him mm-hmm. and then his upper brain is going to yeah. do a lot of that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the, yeah. The connecting really allowed him, helped him to get back into his, his upper brain or that left hemisphere more where he could think about what happened. So that that is a great example. And it sounds like you used several strategies. I mean, you tried the touch right. and it wasn't working, right. so you backed off, yeah. which is, that's what you do. Yeah. But it sounds like your tone of voice, I'm sure your facial expressions yeah. were communicating that you were there to help him. And even that pause, just that moment of having him come into a different room yeah. and sit down with him and just take some time that before you got into, you know, any consequences yeah, or repair yeah. that needed to be made, you know, just the pacing, the timing of that, um, and then showing that empathy. Those were all great connecting strategies. And and they, they worked. Like you yeah. said, they helped him to get back to a place of calm, a place where he could use both sides of his brain 
and then you got to the problem solving. And and, and I wasn't the bad guy. Exactly. Right? Like he is thanking me, even yeah. though he was still he still heard me talk about yeah. how you can't throw remotes, mm-hmm. right? And there was still like a I gotta wait to play video games for a mm-hmm. little bit because my brain was just a little crowded, kind of the way that we talk about as far as anxiety or whatever. Yeah. And so it was like he accepted those consequences. Mm-hmm. Um once we kind of were able to kind of get him regulated. It took more time, mm-hmm. but it was like, man, I it's like, all right, dad, parenting yes, win right now, yes, right? Exactly. Like we kind of applying some of those things. Yeah. And so that's great. great. Yeah, I know. I think connect and redirect is an awesome strategy. And, you know, really it's something we're talking about it in the parenting context, but it's something you can use with, with your spouse, with friends yeah. too. It's yes. just, it's just stopping to show that empathy. It's stopping to meet someone where they are in their emotions Yeah. Um, and, and to just honor that. Yeah. So this this book and the Dan Siegel kind of interventions have been super supportive for me as a parent and as you as you're saying with all kinds of relationships. And so for those of you out there that are kind of uh, your curiosity is peaked, we're going to have the link for the whole brain child workbook below. Check it out. It's a pretty easy read, I would say, um, but. If you're also going, man, I'm, I'm reading this, but I'm struggling with uh, kind of implementing some of this stuff. We also get that sometimes from the things that we're bringing in our life, we, we just need a little bit extra help. And that's where I think Arizona Family Counseling can help you. Uh, we have our family coaches that are very familiar with these types of interventions and our therapists. And so if you'd like to even get a little bit more of one-on-one support about how to implement these strategies, we have our Arizona Family Counseling website link below. Check that out and you can learn a little bit more about the services we offer to support you. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Family Care Learning Podcast. If you found this content helpful or encouraging, please click that subscribe button and give us a review or share this with other families that might enjoy this type of content. Just a reminder, we have the full video of this podcast on our YouTube channel. And if you're a foster parent that needs continuing education credits, you can check us out at familycarelearning.org, where we have an entire catalog of foster care training courses. Family Care Learning is made possible by the donations from listeners like you. If you wish to support the work we do in strengthening families, feel free to make a tax-deductible donation at familycarelearning.org. Thank you.